Blog Talk Radio. Network is proud to present Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness with your host, Brother Rudolph Muhammad.
We are live on the Respectful Life of Brother Leroy. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, boys and girls, the first-class citizens of the world, we thank the Most High for blessing us with another day on this good earth, another day to do some good deeds for ourselves, our family, for our community, and setting an example for humanity at large, focusing in on a positive mental attitude, and thanking the Most High for blessing us with another day on this good earth. I'm Brother Leroy. The program is Respect for Life, the Communicators. And our guest tonight in the first segment is Brother Dick Gregory. In the second segment will be Brother Dennis Speed. And we will move straight ahead covering some issues as quickly as we can. You can call in and join this classroom session on the Keys 107 Network. Call in 213 943-3618-213-943-3618, and hit one on your telephone pad, and that lets us know that you have a question for our guests, respectively, in the first segment and the second segment. Very happy to have with us once again, Brother Dick Gregory. God bless you, my brother. Do we have him on the line? All right, I'll keep talking, and Brother Dick Gregory is scheduled to be with us. We're going to cover some subject areas. That I'm here. I'm on the line. Okay, God bless you, Brother Dick. Thank yes, you for sir. joining bless us. Yes, sir. Bless you and the family. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Listen, um, I uh, requested that you be on tonight to talk about current events, and naturally uh, in many of our people's minds uh, across America, and looking at an individual like yourself, they have, um, guesses as to what you might be thinking about various things, such as Trayvon, uh, Egypt even. And uh, in addition to that, I've asked that you speak on how the phrase conspiracy theory is used to block people from the truth. And also touch on fasting and significance of Harlem, which we touched on briefly on Sunday. In addition to that, Brother Gregory, there are those who have asked about more information, if possible, on the peculiar similarities of the Michael Jackson and the Whitney Houston wills. But we'll take it at the top from the standpoint of what we had given um, your wife as to what we were interested in having you speak on this evening. Once again, thank you, and God bless you. Thank you so much, and bless you. Well, we look at the, uh, the trial that's going on. In Florida, there's something been wrong with that from the beginning. I would hope that it's not. But when you're dealing with reality, I think all of them is playing a game together. And I don't know how we black folks and a lot of naive white folks can sit down and just because somebody tell you America is the beautiful. In research, I've seen them plan a trial Ten years down the road, and like if you are in the military or you work for the Defense Department, they will send you to that town. You establish home address, and so you look around one day when they get ready to crack down on who they want, all 12 people on the jury is plants by the government. Mm. And we so naive, we sit to see 
they have the luxury of planning something. You think when we went to Vietnam, that was just planned? Hmm? Hmm. That's ten years back. Do you think when they build an airport, a new airport in New York, that was just planned? They planned that 40 years ago when they could get that land at at, at, at $2 on an acre. It wasn't number swampland. Hmm? Hmm. And so we sit here and get all the bad stuff, but the good stuff. We hurt that somebody has control of my life when I know there's a God. Now, there's a difference between a God and a church. When the dinosaurs was here a billion years ago, <coughs> wasn't no churches? Wasn't no popes and Christians and Baptists? So who are you going to tune into? Now, if you say both of them, okay, but if you're going to tune into the church over the universe, then this is what you go through. When you tune into that universe, you answer to nobody but to that real God, huh? the real God. Not the God that they tell me, say, if you don't behave and, and do things right, when you die, I will burn you. Well, I don't want to be with that God. I don't care what it is. Give me the other. Somebody going to tell me 24 hours a day to be nice and kind and not to kill, but you're going to kill me and I got an old trifling no good daddy. That he couldn't do that to me. And hmm. so they know that, so they know how your trend of thinking is. It's okay. I shall not kill. Okay. But it's okay to go to the war when that powerful human being says, okay, let's go to war, and nobody even thinks about it. And one day when we start thinking about it, if I didn't believe in God, and I've heard, thou shall not kill ever since I was born. You can't live in a Christian society. I tell my Muslim friend, you can't live in a Christian society and not be part of it. Not me, brother. I'm celebrating no whitey Christmas holiday. I say anytime Christmas come on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and your bank is closed, you're celebrating it. Hmm? What's that about? And so consequently, when you stop and think about the mindset, Think about white women, man, didn't get the right to vote in 1921. She came over on the boat with the boy. That's her brother, her husband, her son. The interesting thing about history, <laughs> they keep telling you about how they brought us over. You've never seen nothing about how they brought the white one over. <laughs> Where did she come from? <laughs> they just leave that out. That there was boats bringing white men and white women. Why? Because back then there were more white slaves than black slaves. They just called them indented servants. Huh? So they cut all that out. Hmm? So now when you stop and think about, we're the only people in the world they call themselves white folks. Now, you can't get no whiter than a Russian. They don't refer to themselves as white. These folks here, not even wear white, ain't a race. Hmm? Hmm. I'm a white person. Oh, okay. And when did that happen? With the Baker's Rebellion in Virginia. The Africans, that's what they was called then. They wasn't called black. They was called African. The white slaves wasn't called white. They was called Europeans. 
And one day the black Africans and the Europeans got together and said, man, we don't have to tolerate this. We're strong enough to take this. So they jumped them. And when the battle was over, the Europeans and the Africans had freed themselves. Hmm? Freed themselves. So then the big boys came in, not these little low life. Hmm? They came in and said, look, we cannot tolerate this. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to call the Europeans white folks. Hmm? We're going to call the Africans black folks. And we're going to have privileges for the white folks and not for the black folks. The privileges is every seven years, white folks can buy their way out of slavery. Black folks can't. Okay? That's where that came from. Hmm. Hmm. The Second Amendment? The right? No, no, no. That happened in 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 uh, South Carolina, where them slaves rebuilt it. See, they got us believing it wasn't a, but, but a slave revolt. And the slave revolt led by this woman over here. The slaves was revolting every day. That's the way to make you behave and make you believe that you need a leader to liberate you. And if that don't come by, hmm? so what happened is every day, so this day, the slaves revolted, and they beheaded 75 white folks in South Carolina and killed over 350, and it sent fire to them, man. That's when the Second Amendment was rewritten hmm? for for white folks to protect themselves mm. from the slave. Huh? And so, as long as we come up, uh, George Mason, you heard of George Mason College? In Washington, yeah. D.C.? Huh? Yeah. His brain is, he was in the room when they signed the Constitution. He's one of the boys. He refused to sign it because it didn't have a provision to do away with slavery. Charles Mason. But he's also the one that wrote the, wrote the Second Amendment after that slavery bill. Him. Him. Okay? Fear, mm. man, will turn you against your mama. Hmm? Mm. And so I say all that to say, now just follow me, Leroy O'Neill. Let's say you were a white woman in 1919, right? Mm-hmm. You accused of robbing a bank and killing somebody. You got that? So you go to trial, right? Then they say a jury of your peers? Yes. Is that what they say? Well, you can't have a jury of your peers being a white woman don't have the right to vote because you can't be on a jury unless you vote. (laughs) Okay. So now look at the trial down there in Florida. Do you know if my grandmother was alive, she wouldn't know that's not Trayvon on trial. You hear what I just said? Trayvon's not on trial. <laughs> you aware of that, aren't you? Go ahead. It's George is on trial, right? Right. Okay. Now, watch this. How many black folks is on the jewelry down there? I don't mean to ask you because I hate this. 
They say one None. that looks like that. None. 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 Okay? Basically, it's six white women. Hmm? Now, who's hmm. on trial again? Zimmerman? Zimmerman. Ain't that a jewelry of his peers or what you complaining about? Hmm? <laughs> See how tricky it is? Hmm. He's sitting there with a jewelry of his peers. When a white cop shoots a, a, a black person in the head 40 times, the white cop is on and we admit you deserve a jury of your peers, well, that's the law of the land. Hmm? And so hmm. when you stop and think about, that's the great thing about having that stuff on the radio and on TV, because you've got a bunch of people who's not qualified to come with anything but emotions. So your son kills somebody and just because that's your son, you don't qualify to defend him, it's altogether a different set of laws. You know, if I come to New York today and kill somebody, and the whole world see me do it, I do it in a TV station, and then I stop talking. I go to jail, and then they have to arraign me. Huh? And when they arraign me, hmm? I don't talk. So what do the judge do? The judge pleads me not guilty, right? That's right. And set a day for my trial, okay? Right, right. American justice don't say if I kill somebody, I can go to jail or get the next chance, get this or get that. It says you have to find me guilty, even if you saw me do it. Mm-hmm. Not for murder, but beyond the reasonable, huh? Mm. Okay. You know I did it, but now y'all got to come in and find me beyond a reasonable shadow of a doubt. That's the system. Hmm? Mm-hmm. That's the system. And so I heard people when when prosecutor first opened up, sister in that Tavon was talking to on the phone, uh, they got to talking about what she looked like in the black community on black radio. What's she look like? Why didn't they... How could they do that to her? Hey. That's what that court system is about, to get all the dirt I can on you. To embarrass you everywhere I can. Hmm? And so, that's what it's about. And the big money people, when they come in, the reason it's hard for them to lose... They bring in them serious researchers, huh? And I know serious researchers. And you come in, and you go through that whole 12 jewels and see what kind of dirt you can find on them. Hmm. Are they lesbians? Are they gay? Huh? Are they white passing? Black passing for white? Are they Jews passing for white? And all I got to do is flash that in your face. I won my case. It said, but reasonable. Where can you find better odds than that? Can't find them in the gambling house. Twelve people, and all I got to do is sway one. Huh? Think about that, man. Okay? With no emotions. Just think about that. So it's that job. That's what I hired you for, man. 
not to be a nice guy, to defend me. And the more you have the research, the better you can defend me. That's why I cost so much money. And we sit here and think that when you go to trial, your Chevy's supposed to work as good as my Rolls Royce. That's an illusion. Hmm? Hmm. That's an illusion. I mean, right now, if one of my sons or daughters was drinking in Harlem at a whiskey house all night and then came out and killed somebody driving drunk, you go to one of them good lawyers, and you know who to blame goes to? The tavern. That's why they have to have drum dram shop. Hmm? A fight break out in the tavern, somebody get hurt, they got insurance to pay that. Hmm? The tavern owner. Remember a rich white boy went in and robbed the bank when I was a little boy. And they went, I don't know if it was true or not, or paid somebody to say he was in there drinking, got drunk. They acquitted him and went after the tavern owner. Now, tavern owner might have took a hit. You know, we'll give you $3 million. Hmm? Mm. Mm. Well, that's how this works. Huh? Those of you that saw the uh, Denzel movie, Flight, remember? You're right. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the reason I said that, that's what's going on now in San Francisco. Boeing aircraft got their people in there. The unions got their people in there. The pilots union got their people in there. And Boeing aircraft have to have their folks in there. They ain't trying to find out what caused the crash. They're trying to make sure that nothing caused their crash. They had something to do with it. Who's scared the maintenance working? Who's the last person did maintenance on that plane? Was there something wrong with it? Right. Okay. And so when you look at that level, you're a baseball player. And I'm going to ask you this question. If you was batting 300, would you be a star going into the All-Star game? Today, yeah. Okay. No. You know what that means? That means 700 balls you didn't even see. <laughs> yeah, white, yeah, white folks set up a system so they can come out good. Oh man! <laughs> oh your, man! Your percentage is based on a thousand, huh? Wow! <laughs> so, so if you batting four hundred, man, you the talk of the world. And That's six right. Boys, you didn't see. Hmm? Man. What we looking at? Who is the judge? I started suspecting that when everybody told me how rough she was. <laughs> you remember that? She don't yeah. take no stuff, but they didn't say she don't take no stuff over who? Black folks or white folks? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, see, I resent people telling me how bad somebody is. I ain't never heard of them. Huh? <laughs> mm. I'm still upset with myself. Obama become president 12 or years before that. I never heard of him. Come on, Gregory, you got to be better than that. Hmm? And so when you sit and stop and think about that trial, hmm? they've already got it planned. They know which way it's going to come out. They knew that. The cops. Hmm? Let me tell you, if I was at your radio show today in, in New York, yes. and I fainted, it, right? Go ahead. And the minute I fainted, I get up, but somebody already called 911, right? 
the first responders come, and they take my blood pressure, my temperature, hmm? and so uh, I said, no, I feel okay, I feel okay. Do you know they have to take me in on less than I sign a waiver? Because anything happens to me, my family can sue them. Mm -hmm. Now, I say that to say this. Me and you are New York cops, right? And three dudes shooting at us hmm? because they mad. hmm? They shooting at us. This ain't nothing about no police brutality. We shoot back. We got two people kidnapped in the car. We shoot back and kill the person, right? Now, we New York cops, right? Don't you know they take our gun away from us and give us a death job hmm? until the investigation? You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So how can Zimmerman, who ain't a cop, they didn't take his gun away, huh? Mm-hmm. And they also give me and you a blood test and an alcohol test. How come if we are seasoned cops, we got our life on the line? Mm. That's the procedure. How come Mm. they didn't do it with him? Mm. How come he didn't tell the cops he had a gun when he started on 911? Okay. See what emotions will do? When I got your emotions, I don't have to go by the rules. I don't have to go by the rules at all. And so consequently... You saw his nose. He said it was broke. Three days later when he went to see the doctor, the doctor said his nose wasn't broke. Why? Because the doctor won't mess around and lose his license. Hmm? doctor said his nose was not broke. And so if you and I are the first responders that show up there, we have to insist that Zimmerman goes to the hospital. If his mouth nose looked that bad that night, why? Because if we leave him there and he got a blood clot, go home and die in bed tonight, we got a lawsuit, huh? Mm-hmm. Or he have to sign off, but he refused to go. Huh? And so when you stop and think about, you know what everybody told us, the stuff happened on the grass, remember? Yes. Even when they talked about the fighting. It was on the grass. So then when did they switch and say he was beating my head on the concrete? Mm. <laughs> you hear me? Mm. Now they're talking about, about Dreamont was smoking reefers. Yes. But before anybody ever heard of him smoking reefers, one of the networks found out that, that Jim was taking them pills for anxiety. That ain't nothing but drugs. But nobody said, well, let's break this pill down and find out what do that do. What do it do? See, cocaine, I used to do a joke. See, cocaine make you paranoid. I'd walk him see, I got a cousin. I went to visit him in Georgia. And he said, yeah, man, I said, I went and bought me a gun. I said, bought a gun, why? What, what you can tell? Oh, man, I heard what somebody got robbed in Chicago. That's what paranoid do. So you go get you a gun So you can break the drugs down And they can tell you everything them drugs will do Hmm? What was the autopsy 
on Jesus. I used to ask my mother that. He died from a broken heart. He died from suffocation. When you put somebody up on the cross, they didn't invent a cross for Jesus. The cross was a thousand years old. It's invented for revolutionaries. Did you hear me? Revolution. They didn't have no TV, no radio, no transportation. Jesus Christ never moved within a 200-mile radius from where he was born. But you're going to see, you know, houses, you know, castles. All of it look alike. So they use the cross. If you and I was revolutionaries, they'd put us on the cross. Why? And they keep us there three days. Huh? Right. If they hung me or, or shot me, they buried me immediately. Why they keep me there for three days? So the community can see yeah. what happens to revolutionaries. Huh? See how clever that is, the Romans was? Hmm. So then the question is, there's no doubt the cross was made to do away with revolutionists. Then, okay, that nobody denies it. I mean, anybody who, who's into theology. Then the next question is, what was them two thieves doing up there on the cross? Huh? They wasn't revolutionists. Hmm? Right. You hear what I just said? Yeah. Nobody asked that question because nobody know the cross was made for revolutionists. Hmm? So if it's made for revolution, what them two thieves? Why am I listening to a father, father, you get to heaven when you remember me? If you who you are, how come you don't? Come on, man. Right. The one want me to remember me sound like a thug and a hoodlum trying to cop out and be saved, and the other one don't even give a damn, huh? And so when you start breaking stuff down, the way they break it down, which benefits them. Hmm? And so consequently, when you stop, they had an incident in Washington, D.C., I guess uh, about six months ago. A brother shot two cops. I don't know how many of them died. Had a shootout with the police. Jumped in his car. They caught up with him, and they shot, bow, bow, bow. And they don't know if he's dead or not. The ambulance come and rush him to the hospital. Hmm? The ambulance broke down. Hmm? Don't you know his family got a multi-million dollar lawsuit in? He got nothing to do. He got nothing to do with him. murder. He shot a cop. He got something to do. That is your job to take him to the hospital. And you got some equipment that don't work. He's a murderer. Hmm? Okay. So when you stop the emotions and get down to the other thing, huh, then it's a whole together different thing. So the questions that need to be asked huh, is the father was living there in the gated community. You aware of that, right? Yes. With his girlfriend, you aware of that, right? Yes. The son came to stay with him for two weeks because he was suspended because they felt some marijuana in his bag, okay? So if he's living there with his girlfriend, how come we haven't seen the girlfriend? Hmm? They showed everything else. Huh? Mm-hmm. How come nobody talks about that? Huh? Hmm? Well, are you aware that that gated community is about 96% white folks? It's not a black gated community. Huh? They've never had a murder there before. Now, Now, what's the advantage if I come to visit you and we're going to do a book. 
and I stay at your home with your family, and you live in a gated community. Well, why are you paying that extra money to live in a gated community? Because you have privileges. First, you have cameras. Cameras. Did you see that football player that they arrested him for killing that that brother in Boston? Right, Hernandez. Didn't you see where they said he had smashed all of his uh, cameras in the house? Right. Tore him up because he took a picture, so whatever happened, they saw whatever happened started in the house, right? Yeah. Then when they get to the site where it is, he's known to make this kind of money and be that good to eat this type of bubble gum. Everybody in Boston knows what type of bubble gum he eat. They found a piece of the bubble gum where they found the body. Hmm? Now, what does that mean? That means somebody could have threw it there. Hmm? I know your habits. I can, I can throw it there, huh? Mm-hmm. The question that nobody's asking, have you seen the picture of him with all them tattoos and, and all them gang? Yeah. Well, how come the gang squad didn't know who he was? Hmm? My grandmother wouldn't know, but he got that stuff all over his body, all the way up his neck. And they could not only know what it means, but know what gang he belongs to, okay? Right. Okay, and so when you stop and think about, when you stop the emotions. Now, let's go back to the Tavon. Tavon goes to the store, and there was a game he was looking at. It was on halftime. So you know he ain't going out to Rumble. He's going to get him some, some, some Kool-Aid and some candy. And he's going to rush over there and rush back, okay? Now, how come we didn't see the film of him going in 7-Eleven? And then when black radio started discussing it, then 7-Eleven come up with a film like yeah. four months later. But it just got his back. He's right. at the counter with a right. hoodie on. Y'all yeah. don't get me when I come out in the front. But much more devastating than that, you also, also, the gated community, that's why they pay the money. Everything's filmed. So when I come in the door, you got to get a picture of me coming into the courtyard. Good. How come neither side has asked to see them pictures, huh? When I go out, you got a picture of me going out, huh? How come the family haven't brought up the thing that he laid in the morgue for three days listed as a John Doe? That's a white county, predominantly white city, huh? And so how many 17-year-old black boys you think they have in that morgue? Now, you can't get to the morgue without the cops sending you there, huh? No. The mom and dad was calling the police station for three days in a row, and they had him listed in missing person. They know he's over there. Huh? And I haven't heard the the, the family come out. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this a police collusion? Y'all got, and there's reason to know that. If you can keep me there that long, and I'm calling every day, how many of y'all is in this plot? Or mm. had it not been for black radio and That's black right. voices on the airway, we wouldn't be talking about Tavon, huh? Nobody would have known where it was. It wouldn't. Nobody would even known anything about it, huh? And just been another one missing, and they just say missing person, just like they was telling the mom. Hmm? So if you were missing person, you know, and I don't want to find you, why would I look in the morgue when I know you there anyway? 
And so you got all these folks coming in that said one thing at one time, then changed, huh? And nobody's saying, wait a minute, this thing, like everybody involved in this, huh? And so consequently, the question that I've asked from day two, after we found out, because day one and day two, we didn't know there was a murder committed there. We found it out with them black voices on black radio and the radio that hired black folks to do black shows. You didn't hear it on NBC or CBS. Right. It's like it's like the Minister Farrakhan's Million Man March. We didn't hear about that till two days before, not from NBC or CBS. And it was an accident. Some white folks sitting around said, what's going on here in Washington, D.C.? They said, well, uh, I just saw a thing where they say the closest way buses can, pay, can park is 100 to 150 miles away. We haven't heard nothing. There's no hotel rooms. No hotel rooms. The closest hotel room you can get now is 75 miles away. That's when they heard about it. So they can't claim credit for publicizing it because they didn't know nothing about it. Right. That's the power of that radio and sisters calling and brothers calling one another. So now all at once now, let's go back to that night. And he slipped the other day in at the trial, and he said, I, I, I knew them cameras, them courtyard cameras picked it up. They'll, they'll, they'll know what happened. Well, he know damn good and well them cameras wasn't on. He know that. But he say it, and it sounds like he's honest. It sounds like, oh, yeah, man, if the canvas will tell you, and then okay, then you can hear no more about it. See, I'm believing he was killed someplace else. Hmm? Okay. And now they got time to put grass stain on the back of Jim Owens' clothes. When you got almost a year to sit up stuff with your trigger. Hollywood can do it in 15 minutes, call mm. stunt people hmm? and makeup artists, right? Yes. And so, and, and, and so consequently, what happens is that all at once now, we hear about people was looking out in the courtyard and people was coming. They never told us that before. And That's then I true. heard one cop say there was people coming out taking pictures. What cop? going to let you reach in your pocket and come out with a camera which also look like a gun, huh? Are you serious? How can you get, you can't even get close to a cop at a homicide, huh? Why? Because you might mess up the crime scene. You might come over there and throw some bubble gum down or or, or, or peach pit down that you eat, not the fuck, you know? And when forensics come out there, especially in a white-gated community, huh, that's never had a homicide, when they come out there, man, they put the crime tape up and they got lights that make nighttime look like daytime. And then the next morning when it get light, they got another crew of young recruit cops that come through there and look through the grass. Because why? I got to get all the evidence because we got to prosecute this case. Hmm? And so they come through. Now, you mean the father, even if he was working the night shift? When he got there, he didn't see them cops there. Nobody, the cops ain't knocking on doors like they normally do and asking, did you see anything? Mm. And you mean he's supposed to have been killed a hundred miles away and the dad and the mom for three days is calling. Nobody told him a young black child was killed here. Hmm? 
Uh, I'm not buying that, huh? So, man. Hmm? So what uh, is this about, huh? What is this about? Hmm? And when you're emotional, you can't win. When you're emotional, you can't win. Oh, the is opposite, this the opposite of being emotional? You said if you're emotional, you can't win. The opposite is. <laughs> Control your emotions. Most of you can't. Why? Because you don't qualify. Huh? <laughs> you know, most of the diseases, sickness is is named in Latin. You're aware of that. Hmm? Yes. Why? Because if you knew what they really called this thing you had that you call a sore throat, <laughs> you might go home and commit suicide. The doctors found out that they couldn't talk in the operating room because although I have you under ether, your subconscious hears it. Mm. So we cannot talk because they hear it. What they didn't say, you can't even think about it. Pick up your thoughts. Hmm? Mm -hmm. So there'll come a day that they'll add all this together and the operating room will be a different place. Hmm? But that's for money, folks. That plane that crashed the other day, and everybody talking about the miracle. Wow, the miracle. Hmm? Well, when they said the Coast Guard had got a body, now I didn't know what it meant, but I'm saying, wait a minute, let's see if this is a body that wasn't on the plane at all, and that's the way the government got some folks they got to get rid of. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Coast Guard in the water? Then I knew something didn't sound. I didn't know what it was. But you mean they didn't know till yesterday that those two Chinese girls that was killed was run over by the first responders? Man. Huh? They didn't know that? So which means nobody died from the plane wreck. Hmm? Why? Because that's an upscale plane. That ain't no problem. See, on the average planes that we get on, mm. America, 99% of the people that died did not die from the fire, the impact, or the smoke. They died from the fumes from the cheap plastics killed you before the other could even get to you. Hmm? That plane was made for upscale so it didn't have all them cheap plastics on it, huh? That's why they had time to get out of there, hmm? Had time to get out. And so now they say, well, we want to question the politics. We question them in two ways, culturally and by the book. Because of culture, you know how your mother says, you raise your voice, that, that no old person. Well, he's on my, I don't care. Don't you yell at no Well, they got cultures like that, man. They got cultures that the woman get raped. The father might kill her. Not going out to kill the guy. That's that's culture patterns. And so now they're looking to see what, what are the culture patterns. But everybody else is on pins and needles. Why? Because them good lawyers is coming in. Hmm? Coming in. And they ain't leaving 
no stone stone uncount. Hmm? And that's why it's hard if you have a credit bill and you haven't paid it and you got to go to court. It's hard to beat them because them lawyers they using they do that every day. They don't do nothing but that. Hmm? So you've been in a little local law. You have, have the first time he ever been in debtor's court. Huh? What's the chance of you winning? Hmm? And so once we get past that emotion, stop. Let's move in here and get into here and let's see what this is about. And so if you look at Trayvon, with good lawyers, without trickery, you look at his clothes. What did he have on? Huh? How long have he been there? You do a toxicology report so they don't put nothing in his body. Huh? Did you hear what I just said? Yes, sir. You going to leave them folks to determine what went on? That's what I said about Whitney Houston. They kept with Houston there all night. We don't know what they put in her body. Hmm? Or what they took out. Did they take her organs? We know it ain't normal for some woman to be famous woman to be in a room 24 hours while it's a party going on on stage. They was doing something. Huh? Yeah. Something, huh? And so consequently, what we're looking at is a trick. Hmm? It's a trick. And as long as they can listen... So black folks discuss it every evening. They know the trick is working. Hmm? Said, what are we going to do? What are we going to do if 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 he's found not guilty? What do you think you can do? <laughs> you're not going to boycott. You're not going to call for all black folks and decent folks not to go to Disneyland. If you did that before the trial started. It'd be a different trial because Disney ain't going to take no hit for some stuff that happened in the street that they don't know about. Hmm. Dick, um, just give what you gave again. I think you said as long as they can listen to black folks talking at night and determine the the, the content of what they're saying, they know the trick is The trick is, is working. working. Yeah, they mad. Yeah. They mad. Huh? Ain't yeah. nobody ever said it didn't happen then. Nobody's ever asked, why don't he in that mark? So three days listed as a John Doe, predominantly white county, white town. How many 17-year-old black males you have in that mark? Hmm? And mom calling every hour on the hour, hmm? giving you a description, hmm. and y'all have him listed as a missing person? In the morgue, you got him listed as a John Doe. Well, he didn't have no identification on it. Huh? He ran out. Did something to get back in time for the... Hmm? And so well, somewhere, when you Dick, look at um, all of... Dick, we're going to break for a commercial spot. Okay. And, and then come back. We had you for a certain amount of time, so... Off mic, we'll talk about how much time we have remaining with you in terms of your schedule. Mm-hmm. But for our listeners, we want to thank you all for listening and tuning in to the Keys 107 Network. We have supporting advertisers who enable the Keys 107 Network to work and bring you each week programming unlike what you get on the so-called mainstream media. So stay tuned. Take note of the advertisers, write down the telephone numbers, emails, etc. 
and we'll be right back. Okay, we're we're syncing up the the spots, and uh, once again, this is the Keys 107 Network. I'm Brother Leroy. Our guest online is Brother Dick Gregory, and uh, the call-in number is 213-943-3618, and uh, since we don't have the spots up, we'll continue with our dialogue. I'll have to be notified by the engineer at the point at which we would break in. Um, the, the, everything that you laid out would be possibly countered with the statement or the phrase conspiracy theory. Uh, just give us a quick overview of how that phrase has been used against investigations that you've been involved in, and all the while those investigations proved that the findings outside of what the official statements were, that mm -hmm. those findings outside of that were actual facts. Okay, let's look at it this way. When you was a little boy growing up, right? Yeah. And somebody in the neighborhood came and told something that they seen, right? Yes. They say, he lying. Hmm? Right. Right. So That's when right. it moves up to a sophisticated level, you know what I'm saying? I saw this, this, this unidentified <laughs> thing come out and walk up to me. Oh, he's lying. What you been drinking, hmm? <laughs> Then things got different because everybody had a camera. Not like now, you know. Back then, right? Now they had to say conspiracy theory. Remember the word theory. Hmm? That's a conspiracy theory. So the minute my grandmother heard it, that turns it off. Because hmm? she's hearing it from CBS and NBC and ABC. Hmm? Conspiracy theory. Hmm? And more and more, they have to hit it hard now. Why? Radio shows like this. Hmm? Did you see the most... Incredible thing about the plane wreck was the guy a mile away up on the roof just taking pictures of planes landing. Hmm? No. Did you hear me? Caught the whole thing. Hmm? The whole thing. So now all at once, the woman who's head of the investigation that flew in one, she have to change her whole protocol because she got to talk about something that we watched. Hmm? We saw the tail hit. Hmm? So, consequently, I was still wondering why in America she's holding the, the first press conference and talk about <coughs> she didn't give it in miles. <coughs> she gave it in so 37 knots. Who are you talking to, lady? Hmm? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, consequently, when they sit and say conspiracy theory, they're covering up something. Mm. Here's, I'll give you an example. The incident at the school in Connecticut, right? Right. Now, you heard reputable news stories saying, um, oh, he killed his father. 
Then he drove from New Jersey 200, two and a half hours and killed mm-hmm. his mother, who works after school. Then he went over there, and they let us right. believe he had children over there. Hmm? Right. Now, if there's a major investigation going on, and I'm calling in with false information, if me and you going to rob a bank, you'll go in and rob the bank, come out, get in a green car, and go right. If I'm standing like I'm an innocent bystander, and I'm thinking, yeah, I saw him walk out. He, um, he came out and got in that, that white car and went left. Can I be arrested for impeding an investigation? And so you look mm-hmm. at all of that stuff that's coming out that's been negative and negative, as long as it's on NBC and CBS, who has the power to send that information into the AP and the UP, and they send it out. What is that about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nobody gets arrested, nobody's investigated. Let me tell you, let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Enough of us have said, it's like when, 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 uh, when they found Nixon's hate list. I'm in the house, the phone rings, a Dick Gregory said, well, there's a story fixing the break. Uh, we found uh, Nixon's hate list, and, and and you number three on the list. Can we get a comment from you? I said, yeah, tell him I accept before he changed his mind. Hmm? Hmm. Now, watch this. So, nobody. No. Now, let's go back to me and you or the cops that go in that school in Connecticut. We see a group of children dead and a group of adults dead, right? How did we know he wasn't a school teacher? See how they mess up every now and then? Right. They've never seen him. How did they know this is the shooter? And then the gun was next to him and this big heavy gun they're talking about, they haven't found it yet. How do I shoot myself mm-hmm. and then throw the gun away, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what we talking about. So they have to do that. They're fighting for their life. You know, like little children, you know the famous line, where's your homework? The dog ate my homework, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I was different. I go to school. I had my homework. And I said, I, did, I, I messed it up because... <laughs> My homework ate the dog, and I'm trying to get this blood off of it. (laughs) So now, watch this. Here's the conspiracy theory. John Mitchell, the Attorney General of the United States, under Nixon, right? You aware of that? Yes. Married to a woman named Martha Mitchell, right? Right. One Saturday... John and the good old white boys were sitting around their they townhouse in New York. All the white guys sitting around drinking cognac, the woman down at the table. Well, after they leave, she said, John, did I hear you all discussing blowing up the World Trade Building? Yeah, they might have been talking about it, but I, you know, I, I, I don't know nothing about it. I'm going to ask you again. I know you all were discussing blowing up the world trade building. Hmm? Well, ain't nothing we can do. Yes, I can. 
today, Saturday, on Monday, I'm holding a press conference and telling American the world we are a free Christian democratic society and the world going to know about this. He was kidnapped. Now, when you become the Attorney General of the United States, you're the number one cop in the world because America is the number one most powerful country in the world. Hmm? So, do you know from the times he was kidnapped, we go all the way back to Dick Nixon, till now nobody's ever been arrested for kidnapping the Attorney General of the United States, his wife? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But wait a minute. They shot her in her room with a cancer shot, and a couple of weeks later she was dead. No, let me go to September the 11th, Tuesday. The next day was Wednesday, September the 12th. And this is what I'm telling you is so devastating. When you come back to your people on this show, you need to have pulled this, what I'm telling you. You can pull up September the 12th, the day after the World Trade Bill. And San Francisco Chronicle, the 12th, the next day, front page story. Mm-hmm. Mayor Willie Brown was told last weekend, don't take your Tuesday flight to New York. Mm-hmm. Now, we know now that Condoleezza Rice told her, but not then. Mm-hmm. You know that didn't run in another newspaper in America? Right. That's hmm? right. Did you hear that in- then that's Friday. Another front page story. Ex Secretary of State George Schultz hmm, said that he was briefed on Friday, which was the seventh, hmm, not to go to that meeting in New York City on Tuesday. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Nothing ran. <coughs> now the good part about this. You don't have to take my word for it. All you gotta do is punch it up. Do you know that John McCain was sentenced by a military court to be shot dead in front of a fine squad? No. And he would have been dead now had Nixon not rescinded and pardoned him. Mm. So he woofing and talking that talk. Well, jumping on the president, and the president won't even open up his mouth and say, you traitor. Mm. I mean, he was worse than Benedict Arnold. Hmm? Mm. The Republicans get mad at him during the the primary. He's running. Nobody bring it up. Mm. And one day, Mr. President's going to have to find out that as a whole lot of white Democrats have more in common with white Republicans than they do a black president, he don't seem to understand that. Hmm? And say so they do all kinds of stuff to him. I know and have the pictures of Bin Laden's body when he was killed by Sheikh Amal in December one. So if he was killed in September, December 01, by Sheikh Amal, then who was that they was looking at in the White House? Hmm? 
<laughs> is the president part of it? No, the president don't know 90% of the stuff that's going down. Hmm? If you don't tell him, he ain't got nothing to lie about. Hmm? Mm. If you are elected president tonight, you got eight years you can spend in the White House. Eight years. So you can put the top three people head of all the agencies, and they can be there a minimum, a maximum of eight years. But those those agencies have sometimes 50,000 people in them agencies, and they've been there 20 and 30 years. Come on, boy, you become president, you in transit, huh? People you put up there don't run nothing. It, it takes them more than eight years to figure out these old trick books we gave them. So he didn't know. But now, who knew something was wrong? Oh, the Navy SEALs. Huh? Navy SEALs. Six of them ran in the room, and, and the one they made the hero out of was the one that shot him in the head. Wait a minute. That was last year, and we know that Ben Loudon was killed in December 01. So, what happened? Well, the ones that know something was wrong, the Navy SEALs, they killed all of them since they've been back home. Five of them died in a helicopter crash, and the other one, the one they claimed shot him in the head, he's out on the on the rifle range with his Navy SEAL buddies, and one of them shot him in the head by mistake. Yeah. Okay. And so they didn't have to call that a conspiracy theory because that ran in the major papers. That's not called conspiracy. And so that's what my thing has always been. My truth don't have to be validated by your ignorance. Mm. Okay? Mm. Now, the other thing is, General McChrystal, when yeah. he got fired from his job because he gave that interview to the uh, the, the reporter mm-hmm. for the Rolling Stones, and all that negative stuff he was saying about the president. And so they fired him last week. Not this week, last week. He was killed in L.A. Texan on his text, Texan while he's driving. I don't know how long I lived. The FBI and started interviewing all my friends and all my colleagues I worked with. Oh, the next thing we hear, the car blew up, hit a tree and blew up. He dig it. And I was shocked Sunday to see them on the Fox News talking about it. Huh? Talking about it. When all of us out here that knew they ain't landed on no moon. And and all at once when the scientists, you know the professors at the colleges that do all that. Yeah. See, they have a right to go to federal court and get documents normally we can't get. Yeah. So they put a case in federal court and took years for it to come. And they got a right they won the right to get it, but then the government said we don't know where those film are. Hmm? Now they didn't say it was stolen, they didn't say the FBI is investigating. Right. You know the right. you know what those films will be worth? Fifty years from now, and they not even hint that somebody might have stolen, somebody might have took them. 
And so that's what you you look at. And then we've been out here doing it for so long. I mean, they told us something the other day because they was telling us we believe that's official. What happened in Egypt? Hmm? See, what they won't tell you is the, um, what do they call those guys, the, the brothers? The, that, the uh, Islamic Brotherhood. Something like the that. Brotherhood, yeah. Yeah. Now, what they're not telling you is they so organized. That's how they won that election, not just in Cairo. Hmm? The whole country, which means what? If you throw them out and hold another election, they will win again. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> so now the White House and the boys have to have a bloodbath over there. And that's what they're probably gearing up for now. How are you going to have another election and you ain't wiped them out? Huh? Mm. So they'll probably catch some prayer, prayer meeting and drop them bombs on them all over and knock them out. Now let's have, a, now let's have this. $1.5 billion every year goes to the military. That's not to buy food for babies or do something about unemployment. That's for them. And you got to watch Israelis back. You got to watch that whole area there. And don't forget about the Suez Canal. Do you know what kind of economic crisis that would be? I'm sorry, say that again. Don't forget. Don't forget about the Suez Canal. Yeah. Hmm? Yes. And Eisenhower really messed that up for white folks. He was arguing with them. And ever since the C.S. Canal, Suez Canal has been built, right? Yes. They've always had American engineers, right? Yes. So Ike said, if y'all don't behave yourself, boy, we'll pull our engineers away. So they didn't behave. He pulled them. And after they got out of there, and them Egyptians was, was, was bringing boats through there bigger than the, 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 who the Americans didn't even know they could get them through. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so now... With the Republicans who don't care how much money you give somebody to kill some folks you don't like in the first place, now they're calling about for Obama to pull the money back. Take the money. Right. Two words. One one said it was an overthrow. <laughs> Another said it wasn't. And so we, the American people, going to sit and listen to this crowd. We black folks send our loved ones or let them go. And I've been telling black folks for years it is a violation for you to go to the army, not because you're fighting for a country that you love so you can get some GI Bill, so you can get to go to college for free, so you can get a home loan. I believe people that don't even believe in God would be scared to do that. Hmm? Would be scared to do that. And so, so all at once now, we got black folks over there this month, last month, fighting to guarantee somebody, you can't even mm. pronounce the name, they have the right to vote. Look mm. at all that stuff going on. Them people got killed over there so they can get another right to vote mm. when the people that you put in the first time got in legitimately. But while mm. they killing all them people over there, 
and all the black folks and Hispanics and Mexicans getting killed in them other countries to guarantee somebody the right to vote. The Supreme Court just took mine away. That's right. Huh? And we don't feel no pain. Huh? Man. We don't feel no pain. They just said, whop. Hmm? But because we think with that silly mentality, hmm, that what are your leaders saying? Well, you know, you've been by the, the prostitute house? They be full. I didn't have to get no permission from a leader. <laughs> I come with things, things that pertain to my life. I can't do that on my own. And especially now, what they know you got to do is get on the phone and let them know. See, we got the 50th anniversary of I Got a Dream speech. But now, let's do this for King. I think about all the black folks that take their children to Disneyland and Orlando to see a rat, mm. but have never carried their children to King's grave in Atlanta mm. to the monument here. Mm. Mm. You know, three million Japanese flying in every year from Japan to visit King's grave from Japan. Mm. But we ain't been there. And then we always woofing. We're going to sit and look at this trial now and want to go out and throw some bricks or something. No, 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 no. Oh, wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. All we got to do is get on the phone and tell every one of your friends to call 10 other people and 10 other people and 10 other people. And that if the Senate and Congress don't put legislation through to wipe out what the Supreme Court did in August at the, the 50th anniversary. We calling for black folks and decent folks and our friends to boycott Christmas and Thanksgiving. Mm. Well, let me tell you what's wrong with that. 79% of all retail business in America happens between... Thanksgiving and Christmas. You pull that one. Now, after what Minister Farrakhan did, and white folk didn't know it was about to happen, they can't take a chance on you now. Hmm. Mm. So what happens? I'm not worrying about them thugs in the Supreme Court. My faith is in Sears and Roebuck's hands. Huh? Toys of us. huh? The turkey industry. huh? The car industry. The entertainment industry, the travel industry for Christmas, huh? They can't even say, no, I don't believe they can do that. You better not take a chance. Hmm? It's a big difference when you got Boeing Aircraft, hmm? General Motors, Sears and Roebuck, Sapphire's Avenue, them punks going to the Senate and Congress and grabbing by their collars and uh <coughs> You want to have a good Christmas or a bad Christmas? You heard what they asked for. Hmm? I want to see this happen by noon tomorrow. It'll happen. Huh? We have that power. huh? We have that power. Hmm? Mm-hmm. The, the, 
you know, the questions that we don't ask, but the mega churches in the black community, right? They cost a minimum of forty to fifty million dollars. What bank is going to give a black preacher that they ever had no business experience that type of loan when General Motors right. was having problems getting loans? Hmm? Exactly. Where's that money coming from? Hmm? Hmm? And so when you stop and think about it, they're dealing with the spirit. They're not out here with the social stuff like, like the civil rights movement was. It's minister. Well, if you don't straighten out that, hmm? That's why you got to go to the hospital and visit your, your members so much. Hmm? It's what this system is doing. And every now and then they got to tell the truth, man. I don't know if I said to you earlier, the Sunday, you have to get this, man, keep it in your briefcase. The Sunday past, Washington Post had a front-page story, top of the fold, of hunger in America, and they didn't show number of white folks. They got this black mm. on the front cover eating this piece of bread. Hmm? Mm. And now they got they got trucks that come to them because it didn't dawn on them that when school's out in the summertime, they ain't got no school where they can eat, and most of them can't get to school if the buses ain't running. So they got the buses wow. coming by, sitting in front of the house, and you come out and get it and eat it there because they don't want your mom and dad to take it. People at the people at the house waiting for it. Hmm? Oh man, and and oh man, you have to read that story. You have to pick it up. You can probably get it off the internet, but it's yeah. nothing like the Washington Post front page story. Then it runs to three other full page stories: hunger in the white community. They don't have to say white; just put the picture there. Hmm? Mm-hmm. And it is a mess. You see. White folks' suicide in the last 30 years have increased 60%. Why? That's when the economy got bad. It didn't just get bad. Last 10 years, economy been bad. Hmm? It just took a lot of folks this long to feel it, but they were feeling it. Hmm? When they got to send their children to the community college instead of Harvard and Yale. Hmm? Hmm. And what does that mean? If you've been a professor at Columbia, you... And no, your children gonna go to Ivy League school. Now the money gets funny, and you don't know. See, what's worse than losing your job is scared that you gonna lose it. Hmm? So now you and your wife got to start cutting back, and and and, and can't take vacations and all of this here. Now you if you sending your children, who's well read, to community colleges, how my child gonna get in it? And I'm a lumberjack, huh? They haven't had the privileges to travel or have the the, 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 the social awareness. They're filling up now the community colleges. Huh? And while they're sitting there looking at me and, and, and black folk, they're the ones that are suffering on this. Hmm? Mm. They're laying off cops, man. Mm. School teachers. Pentagon huh? laying off folks. They talk about the white folks had a big march here yesterday. They laid up they got forty thousand of them. They gave them a day off. They trying to make it like it's fun. They march dancing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so this is the game. And the only mm-hmm. reason white folks is number two in suicide because they added the Indians and the Eskimos suicide rate together. <laughs> wow. So then that makes America fall. To number two, 
But if they wasn't added together, America would be number one. Seventy-five percent of all white women that got murdered in New York last year was murdered by their boyfriends or husbands. That's the economy. That's the economy. And so when you stop and think about the mess this is in, we're going to give the, the Egyptian government, military, $1.5 billion while schools are closing, bridges are falling in, hmm? Mm. Hmm? What's this about? Hmm? Mm. You look at those 19 people, firefighters, that died. With all the technology we had, we didn't know that wind was going to shift. Come on, y'all. Mm. We didn't know that. It was 20 of them that should have died, but one said, I'm going to move these trucks out of here. So he was moving the trucks. That's the only reason he wasn't there when it happened. Then when it happened, Washington said, oh, wow, let's send in them big tankers. They sent them big tankers in there. And the last I heard, it was that they got it 95% covered. Well, why didn't y'all do that before? Oh, that's right, Arizona said they don't want no federal help. And they, when they want to stay there, we don't want no federal help, huh? No. <laughs> and, so, and so when you stop and think about, you know, where this thing is going, hmm? There's certain things I know I would never say on radio or TV or public. I whisper to my friends, you know. But this is where we are. This is where we are. Just and it on, happened. Dick. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dick. Just hold on. We're identifying ourselves as the Keys 107 Network. This is Brother Leroy. Our guest online is Brother Dick Gregory. You have the opportunity to call in with any questions, 213 213- Nine four three three six one eight two one three nine four three three six one eight. Hit one on your telephone keypad and let our engineer know that you have a question for Brother Dick Gregory, who will be coming to Harlem Saturday, July twenty seventh. And uh, in that regards, uh, have a brother Sabbath who told me to tell you hello along with Brother Archie. Yeah, uh, these thank brothers you. Gonna- they're going back in time when you were uh, coming into New York and meeting periodically with Brother Malcolm X. Yes. And uh, those are brothers who were around at that time mm-hmm. and still are around today. And mm-hmm. um, telephone number 213-943-3618. I've got to get a reading from our engineer as to what's going on with the commercials and whatnot. And uh, however, we keep on going. Um, the Whitney Houston is strange. Um, no, before we, yeah, we're going to deal with that as, as quickly as can, as you can. Mm-hmm. And I do want to touch on fasting, the benefits of fasting. Okay, and good. even if it's for a short duration, the benefits of fasting uh, in terms of the body, in terms of the mind. But the peculiar similarities between the Whitney Houston and the Michael Jackson wills. Because it was the same, the same thing. It was murder. It was murder. Michael Jackson was killed at two o'clock in the morning. The little black doctor, he don't know what it is. I don't know what kind of pictures they pulled of him to make him take the hit, but they did. Bratton, wasn't that the police chief out there? His name. Yeah, yeah. You know he quit. Got fired. Now he works for the CIA because. It come out that 
$400,000 in cash and jewelry was missing right. from that house. Right. And it's the four days later after the house had been searched thoroughly. Hmm? What, looking for drugs and stuff? This they didn't find. They found a bloody shirt of Michael. Well, the shirt's bloody? Where is that? And that's why he had to step down. He said he's a consultant now in uh, Northern Virginia. Well, where's the CIA located? Northern Virginia. Right. And so, and so when Michael, see, here, I knew Michael personally. I knew Michael so incredible. It was just incredible. So when Michael, that last night when he was doing the dress rehearsal, Yes. Man, you could see it come through that film, man. How good and beautiful he was, huh? But I was shocked to find out there was twenty seven cameras in that room. True. And any fool know you don't dress rehearsal, you don't have but one or two cameras. He didn't know right. the camp they didn't know they was taking a movie. And the name of the movie was This Is It, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> well the movie was in the can. Waiting to come out. And then a funny thing happened. Five white boys showed up who Michael had just had supposed to just hired. Nobody had heard of him. He fired them five years ago. So when you look at the the will, the three children's name is Belron. And the day he was supposed to sign that with them in L.A., he was in New York City at a meeting with Ravenel. Hmm? Mm. And so what the will said is if anybody try to who's named as a benefactor mm-hmm. try to contest this will and lose, you'll cut off the will. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So it, it, go to nobody, but look, to them, hear me, to them and the three children and mom. So when I heard mom was in the hospital, I said, well, that's the first thing they do for the killer is fix it up so she's incompetent. Hmm? Yes. So she has no jurisdiction over looking over the children's part. Hmm? Then they say the oldest girl, she tried to commit suicide, so I'm sure she lost her right. Hmm. And then all at once now, Michael, who the Beatles... Just the Beatles alone is worth $2.9 billion. Plus he owns 50% of Sony's. That's worth billions. His cut. Plus uh, the uh, the home he had out there. I can't think of the name of it now. Um, has more oil underneath there than, uh, than all the oil in Kuwait. But this is big game, man. It's big game. Now, let's look at something. They're probably the number one insurance company in the world. It's over 300 years old. It's Lloyd's of London. They had that show insured for $1.5 billion. Well, wait a minute. Who's the only person that show you, you couldn't replace? It's Michael. So that means they had $1.5 billion on Michael Jackson. Right. Now, how could he have all that drugs in his body and they didn't right. find it? Hmm? Wow. If you're going down, downtown to take a job, at the post office, that little wimpy test they give you, they can find stuff in your Tehran. They found stuff in his body, didn't they? Beautiful. Okay, so you mean they didn't find anything? 
You mean they didn't get him naked and see all them needle marks? Huh? Mm. All them needle marks? Deep choker. Mm. When I listened to him talk about how Michael would come there and bed, just the first time I realized he's CIA. Huh? He's CIA. He talking about, and then find out, you know, them scanning uh, machines, the new ones that the women and everybody's complaining about because you see too much? Yeah. That's Deepak's company, man. They pay you off well, don't they? <laughs> and so, and so wow. now, now that's where that is. Now, let's ask, let me show you how slick this is, man. So they found all these needle marks in this on. You and I are first responders, right? We get the call at 10, 20-something. We have no idea he'd been dead since 2 o'clock that morning. Why would we, right? So we get there, and now Michael's dead, but we don't know he's dead. So they just called us. Didn't take us that long to get here. So now we trying to get a needle in his arm to put some stimulus in him, right? And we trying to, and and it don't work. You ever go to the doctor to get a blood test, and sometimes they can't, and they take their two fingers and hit your arm? Yeah. Make that, okay, so when they try all that, they go back out to the car and get the real stuff, man. They can inject in you, but your your veins have collapsed. And so nobody know them needle marks came from the first responders trying to, trying mm. to find mm. a vein because they didn't know he was dead. Is that clever, man? Mm. <laughs> Is that clever? Mm. <laughs> you can't deny there's marks on there, but it was put by the first responders. Trying to inject stuff in it that would that would stimulate him to to come mm. back. Hmm? So now we go to Houston. People who knew Whitney Houston knew one thing about her. Oh, she'd do all the drugs. She snort all the cocaine and Peru up. But one thing she would never do is take a bath in a public bathtub. When they say she had drowned all of us that knew better, we knew it was more than that from the beginning. Hmm? She had drowned. And we knew that was a lie. They said she was in the toilet taking a shower and fell and hit her head. Oh, yeah, we're going with that. And they took out a $100 million life insurance policy on her. Clyde David. Yeah. Because everybody, everybody, you know, thought she and him had something to go love for us. He's gayer than gay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he didn't want to see her at all. <laughs> now, here's the way they do this. You my friend, right? So you take out a $100 million policy on me because I just signed a record deal. Hmm? I just signed a $100 million record deal, so you back that up. By taking out a life insurance policy in case I die, right? Right. So now I got a $100 million check, and you, my manager, like Clyde Davidson, said, now you can't get the whole $100 million now. Why? Well, your tax would be too much, huh? So let's put in escrow. You got it. We give you $20 million every year. So you, that's all you pay tax. The money's already been cashed. It's there. He's holding it. You die. It's his. <laughs> <laughs> The record money, a hundred million. 
the hundred million dollar insurance, huh? Mm. That's why I say the entertainment industry and the the sports industry in America, if you multiply Hitler and the Nazis by a million, trillion, billion, you couldn't equal one entertainment mm. industry. Have you ever mm. heard anybody other than an entertainer or athlete say, if I couldn't get paid for this, I'd do it for free? Can you believe we're that right. stupid? You ever, you ever right. heard a trash collector say that? Right. You ever heard a maid say that? <laughs> so this is the game. Most mm. of the entertainers and athletes is uneducated. Even if they've been to college, you'd be surprised how they go there and can't, can't read. Mm. And so when they come out, they're dealing with the industry that has the most educated people that run that industry, the best accountants, the best PR folks. The reason Michael and um, and uh, Whitney made it bigger than any black in the history because they used the same PR firm worldwide that they use for the Pentagon to make people like war. That's what they use. Mm. That's why they blew up bigger than anybody in the black community, in the history, that PR. Wow. Now, why did they have to do that? Civil rights movement. Black folks started reaching up and reaching up and reaching up and all in black countries. Say, well, well, wait, see, they didn't have to have no black Negro ambassadors because they picked Negro ambassadors. They call them ambassador of goodwill, remember? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you was in Russia, how would you know they're not a real ambassador? Right, exactly. <laughs> And who would they pick? Satchmo, right? <laughs> Dizzy Gillespie? Hmm? Yeah. Uh, would they pick, uh, what's the trumpet player, the greatest one out there? Tell uh, everybody to go to hell. Tell everybody to go to hell. Miles Davis. Did they ever yeah. pick him? It's ambassador goodwill, did they? <laughs> Pearl Bailey. Oh, I'm so tired. My feet yeah. hurt me. Hmm? Ambassador goodwill. Now when the movement hit, they couldn't fake it like that no more. Hmm? Couldn't fake it no more. So then they sent the athlete, Wheeler, well, I can't think of his name, great, great runner, sent him to Africa, and that's where they made their mistake. They just called him the ambassador. ambassador. <laughs> so he had to go to more than one country. He went to all them countries. Teaching them how to run marathons. <laughs> now you see why? Teaching them how to run Marathons. <laughs> now you see oh, why I'm white. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> and they couldn't oh, just send man. him one place because they had to make him visible. He's not aware of that, right? So he's going from one to one and all at once. How the Africans start running that good when in the history of that, they never run no marathons? Right, they can't lose one, huh? and the women can't lose none, right? Okay, y'all. Hmm. Mm. Fantastic story, and and uh, when we move to fasting, the benefits of fasting. Well, the word fasting means to abstain from. Hmm? Abstain from one of the things that the doctor Alvinia Fulton, brilliant black woman nutritionist probably would equal the greatest nutritionist that's ever lived in the history of the planet. Hmm? And one day she might get a Nobel Prize for 
peace because that's what fasting is, peace. Mm-hmm. So the word fast means to abstain from. So I never understood how, you know, Jesus fasted 40 days. I have no problem with that. Buddha and all of fast. But I can understand why uh, the guy from India, um, Gandhi, Gandhi, he had only fasted 13 days, man. And I said, wait a minute, I've gone 40 days, 60 days. How he get this much plate? It never dawned on me, man. When you read about them fast, fasting means abstain from. That don't mean you drink it. You drink water, you on a water diet. You drink fruit juice, you on a fruit juice diet. Them cats was doing it with no nothing. <coughs> All they was doing was breathing. Oh, so you want to know how he gets so much play with 13 days? You try it. <laughs> Me and my wife said, I was going to go eight days. She was going to go, I was going to go 12 days. She was going to go eight. She ended up going 12 days. I ended up going five. Mm-hmm. Nothing but mm-hmm. breathing. When you go to bed tonight, your body goes on a fast. Okay? Got nothing to do with religion. Your body goes on a fast. When you wake up and eat your first meal, that's called breaking the fast. We just say breakfast, breakfast. That's break the right. fast. Right. And the fast is not supposed to be broken until 12 noon. And 12 noon ain't got nothing to do with your watch or your time clock. 12 noon is when the sun hits your head at a right angle. That's 12 noon. Mm. And that's when the fast is supposed to be broken. And that 12 noon sun, if that 12 noon sun lasted one-tenth billion of a second, everything on this planet would burn up. Hmm? And we're talking about Sears and Roebuck and General Motors and a mighty army. <laughs> it's, that's mm. mighty armies with punks. You can't get in mm. the big league with the big mm. big boys and girls. You know, and when mm. white folk can't figure out nothing, now that's what I love about it, man. They just create stuff. They say the dinosaur, the dinosaur was here billions of years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wait a minute, now you're along a billion years. Let me, let me, let me say this. If you change a million dollars into a million seconds, that would be 13 days. If you change the billion dollars into a billion seconds, that would be 32 years. So why y'all running around talking about you want to be a millionaire? Hey, but chump change. Hmm? Hmm. <laughs> so if you're talking about a billion years ago, or two billion years ago. Hmm? We'll say, well, how long they been gone? Huh? Jesus. So now, what they don't tell you, they say, how they left here. See, they they can prove that they had something to kill them. Hmm? So they say, uh, asteroid. <laughs> what proof yeah. you got an asteroid here? <laughs> So we all know they was here, some of them bigger than mountains, huh? Some of yeah. them tail is is, is 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 long as from St. Louis to New York. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> but what they don't tell you that back there with them was the butterfly was here and the turtle. Hmm? <laughs> you know that little precious beautiful butterfly can fly all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, fly all the way across the yeah. Pacific Ocean, but that bald eagle can't make that trip. Right. So I symbol is a big old bad bald eagle. Since when do you get to be so bad, huh? 
Mm. Remember the first time we moved to the farm where you always called my house in, talking to them? Right. The first time she'd been around, you know, roaches, at least the first time she's admitted. <laughs> so she said, we got to, I just called the, uh, what's the people you call them? The, the exterminator? Exterminator. I said, but they don't tell you who they exterminate, do they? <laughs> did you put your name on? I said, dear, that roach has been here five billion years, huh? We need to follow that roach. Maybe we could learn something. Hmm? <laughs> Five billion years that roach been here. Hmm? And now you going to bring somebody in. The... See, when you stomp, when you step on a roach and kill it before that roach dies, it drops about 200 eggs, even if it's not pregnant. If it's a male roach, when you step on it and kill it right before it dies, it switches over to a female and drops them eggs. And that's why when the scientists got slick, they started using that sticky paper. Yeah. That's to catch the eggs. Hmm? Yeah. Okay? And so you stop and think about The reason I'm mentioning the butterfly and the 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 turtle that was back there, that's who we are. That's how the civil rights movement, hmm? Movement. I used to call King. I say, "Hey, Turtle, what's going on? Let's go have a drink." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do a tease Christians about. Come on, let's mm-hmm. have a drink. I say, Malcolm, me and Malcolm, in in, in uh, Adam Powell hang out. I said, "Well, Malcolm, we got to leave you alone now. We're going out in Harlem. We're going to Harlem to get us some barbecue ribs and a white lady. Want to go? Want to go? Can you go?" And some whiskey. And we were just teasing him, man. We just had fun because he was our friend. Didn't bother mm-hmm. him. Malcolm X was one of the funniest people on the planet, man. But when that camera came on, <coughs> and when it came mm-hmm. off, he was one of the meek, most meek and humble people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Humble. He said yes, sir, and no, sir, to everybody. Children, white folks, black folks, old folks, young folks. That was Malcolm. What a... What a blessing. And then to see how they come in, just wipe out his whole family. Hmm? Mm. Whole family. And the young boys, that's just horrible because, see, when they come after you, they need to wipe out the name. Can you imagine anybody in Germany want to name their child Adolf? Hmm? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so to shut the Malcolm name down, they accuse Malcolm's son killing his mother. Now he dies in some kind of strange shootout. Some say somebody was robbing him and all that. Case closed. Why would I want to name my son? Hmm. How many people would name their son after the great Malcolm X, but now when you name it, how do, how do the people know that? How do your son you name Malcolm know, not know it was that Malcolm or this Malcolm? Hmm. And so, and and so when you 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 stop and think about fasting, the turtle, how'd the turtle make it here? And uh, whew, the turtle made it, man. And and them big huge things, bigger than mountains, man. Some of them had wings. 
<laughs> I didn't get it. Simple. That's why I used to call King my turtle brother. What did yeah. that mean? See, the price I paid in the civil rights movement was different from them. Okay? And I used to tell King that. Hmm? You all have been trained into nonviolence. Huh? Y'all didn't just go jump out there and march. You was trained. They would they break eggs on some of them young folks' heads while they faking sitting at the lunch counter. I never had that training. I went there scared because I didn't know the power of nonviolence. Huh? I went there thinking I was going to die. Hmm? But I went anyway. Had a three fifty seven Magnum at home. Hmm? Mm. But you didn't say bring that, and had you said it, I wasn't coming. huh? Hmm? Mm. And so I said to King, you, everybody down here, and y'all taught me how to be a turtle now. I got rid of my gun. I threw it in Lake Michigan, and I never thought I'd see today. I'd be telling you I'd feel more comfortable being killed by someone than killing somebody. Hmm? Not mm-hmm. me, man. I was a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Hmm? I see cowboy movies. Mm-hmm. I want to be a cowboy. Hmm? Mm-hmm. What is a turtle? How did they survive? Hard on the outside, soft on the inside, and willing to stick their neck out. That was that movement of ours. Mm. That was that movement. Huh? You know how mm. hard you got to be, the man, to be involved in something that if your house is on fire, you know you can't call the firefighters because they probably said it. Hmm? You know what that's like, man? You know what mm. it's like for me now somebody kidnapped my grandchildren and I got to hesitate before I call the FBI. Mm. Did you hear me? You know what that's like, living that type of life, man? But thank God I don't let it bother me. I'm just as funny and happy and, you know, that's yeah. it. So now, the butterfly. Hmm? There's a book called Chaos. I was at this guy's house last week. Makes hundreds of millions of dollars on this book. And I bought all his books, but I didn't know. I don't remember names, right? So he came down to the basement of his house, and he said, God, man, I should be happy if we can do a book together. Whew, wow, okay. And then I got to say, well, your last book had the butterflies on. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a copy for you. I said, well, I always bought one, but you can autograph that one for me. And then I got to telling them about butterflies, that the butterflies in the Peking, they got a butterfly park in Peking, China. And butterflies right there now, we're talking, flapping their wings, determine what New York City's weather pattern going to be like nine months later. Wow. Okay. So he said, wait a minute, I got that in my book. Let me tell you, chapter nine. So he, he reads it to me. I said, wow, man. As long as I've been talking about that, I never let nobody... That knew it. I know people already know it, but I never bumped into somebody. That knew it, you got it in your book, man. Hmm? But, Brother Gregory, give, give that piece again. In Peking, butterflies flapping their wings in Peking. Hmm? Peking. Right now, determine what your weather pattern going to be like in New York. <laughs> and you know why they can't tell you that? Because they can't let you know that somebody got that kind of power other than them. Hmm? Hmm? And and this this author has it in Chapter 9 in his book. Yeah. I left the book at my son. I'll get it. 
or I will call him and then get you and have him read it to you. <laughs> oh, man. Is that lovely? What a great, what a great, 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 you know, information. Talk, talk about how. Wait a minute. How, wait, go ahead. I haven't finished fasting yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. No, go no, ahead. go ahead. Say it. Say it. Say it. Well, how, say. Truth, how truth is light and what it does to the mind and how it, how it frees or energizes a person. Truth. Well, it's more than truth. It's another word that I can, that my mind is not bright enough to think what that other word is. See, I can tell you truth about your mama just got killed and that those are dark thing on it. So it ain't just truth. It's something that okay. comes out of you with a spirit. Huh? There's someone that can come to you and tell you that your your house just burned down. But the way they tell you and hold you and rub your, your hands while they're telling you huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you don't even cry. You just. Well, thank you. I just really appreciate it. And then you turn and look at them and say, you all right, Mary? (laughs) (laughs) See how it works? Now, whatever Mm. that is, I don't have the intelligence Mm. to put it into words. Mm. Into words. And so so when you stop and think about, you know, know, the, the cocoon, right? You're familiar with that, right? Yes, yes. Okay, but first, we got a little caterpillar. Remember those? Yes. You ever, you ever pick one up? Yep. They feel like some nasty stuff, don't they? That's right. That's the way they feel. You, you ever had a girl give you a caterpillar on on uh, Valentine's Day and say, I love you? Or you give her one? No, man, not this old ugly, strange <laughs> caterpillar. Hmm? So all at once now, with the universe aiming it, it keeps walking and walking. It finds this tree and go up and hook on. And then the heat comes through there and sits everything, just burning. And, and they're struggling, that little thing in there, struggling with the heat. And then, pop, the cocoon breaks open and out come that gorgeous butterfly. That's black folks, man. That's me. Did anybody ever want to pick me up, man, and Keep it as an expression of love, huh? This little ugly thing. Where are you going? I'm going to find this tree here, and when I come on, I'll be so beautiful, you won't even recognize it. You'll be trying to take me home and give it to the family, because you don't see what you think you see. Hmm. Little butterfly, man. Little butterfly. Fly all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean. You know how they do that? They follow the wind currents. Hmm? All of the wind currents. Mm. That's all. And so, and so, consequently, when you look at things and feel it, not with meanness or bitterness. If, if I was in town for Fourth of July, I would have came to New York and carried you to Harlem for Fourth of July. You know that. And everybody be partying and barbecuing. You know. Smelling frying, chicken roasting, selling food on the corner. Do you know two weeks before 4th of July, every year they sell more flags than any other time of the year? Hmm? Did you know mm-hmm. that? Go ahead. If I'm not around, just 
get you some partners and go through Harlem next Fourth of July and see how many American flags you see since they think, <laughs> since they think we love America. <laughs> I mean, we've been lying to white folks since slavery. <laughs> so, so if there's anything I know how to lie to, it's white folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ladies and gentlemen, we only have a few more minutes with Brother Dick Gregory. This has been a very, very beautiful conversation. I don't know what happened to the commercials, but I, that's 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 passed now. And uh, the telephone number is two one three nine four three three six one eight. And so while we waiting, while we waiting on that call, let me just finish up the fast. Yes, sir. Fast means to abstain from. A true fast is when you don't drink anything. Mm-hmm. You just breathe. Now, fasting is never to make anybody do anything. That's why I violated. That's why most people violated can be killed, like Gandhi and all of them. Mm-hmm. You fast to create positive energy. Not to wipe out negative energy, but a place where other positive energies can gather, okay? And when that happens, you got an awesome force. Hmm? The spirits inside of you, you don't even have to be fasting, can connect with this. It's like when they put that, that right wire, that right pole, and that light come through, and you light up a whole town. Hmm? Hmm. That's what fasting is a beauty where you just not not against something but for a positive positive mm-hmm. force hmm? and that's what fasting is it just cleanses out the body and after a certain period of time you kick in to another order and then you feel it and what scared me one day the first time I went on a fast, I did a forty day fast because Dr. Fulton told me what was gonna happen every day, every day, every day. Mm-hmm. Then when I paid almost a million dollars to go on a eighty seven day water fast at a hospital in New Orleans, a black hospital. And uh scientifically and on the nineteenth day I gained twenty pounds. And the doctors mm-hmm. Had to come out the mumbo jumbo crap because they got me there every day, running stuff through me. If I had if I had anything in my body, they can detect it. That's the sophistication we use for for that fast. And then mm-hmm. I just figured it out. Something must have happened in the moon because women, when they have their periods, some of them gain weight. Oh, so to happen and waterlogged me, and then four days after, it only left, but I was found lighter after that. Mm. So something goes on in the universe that's connected to us, right? Mm. And so and so consequently, <clears throat> when I went on my first fast, I'll never forget, I'm in New York, LaGuardia Airport. I'm on my 40, 39th day of the fast. And I'm so weak. Now, normally, you don't get weak. I'm weak because I'm traveling. You ain't supposed to travel. I mm. went 40 days. Did went to in 40 days. I went to 57 cities. 
and made 62 speeches. And so now I'm in New York, LaGuardia, and I'm standing in this line, man. I'm in line, and I'm so weak, and and just and I see these white Marines up at the counter. They look back, and I see they looking at me, and talking. They're upset because I'm fasting against the war in Vietnam, right? And this is why it's always bad. I've never been as humiliated in my life as that day, because all at once I learned two things. I saw them walk out that line and come back towards me. And I say, damn nonviolence, huh? And I straddled my leg. You know, you straddle your leg when you're ready to sit there. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody opened up the top of my head and poured scalding hot water in the top of my head. And I could feel something come over me all over my body. And I knew then. I could tear that building down. See, I know it didn't know what they mean. If you have the faith of this, you can say to that mountain, get out the way. We have that in us. I found that out that day. Mm. I, this thing came over me. Then they walked up to me and said, Mr. Gregory, we just want to thank you. Man, you know how humiliated I was? Wow. This group of Marines, man, come back. See, what you do, man, many of us talk about it every night, man, while we sleep. Uh, we be drinking beer before we go to bed. We think about there's a, a black man out there that have made every time we sit down and eat, we think about you, huh? That's what they told me, man, and I'm ready for a fight. I'm ready for a killing, huh? Mm. Come on, let's get it on. I'm feeling sorry mm. for myself, right? I'm hungry. I'm weak. You know what I'm saying? I got three more days to go. Come on, bring it on. Come on, come on, punk. <laughs> they came back and said, hey, man, we're sorry. If there's such a mess out here, you have to do that. And there's few things in fighting life I had that I'll always remember, and that's one of them. That's the power of fasting. Yeah. It heals. It heals. You can cure anything in your body. Why? Because when you start fasting, after the seventh day, the body says, I guess this fool really going to do this. And after the 14th day, all the stomach levels in your stomach go to sleep. So that's why if you try to eat something, you could almost die because the villas mm. are gone. Mm. After the 21st day, you return into a cannibal. The body starts consuming itself. Now, I want you to hear this good. When you comb your hair and you look at the comb, you see pieces of hair in the comb? Yes. Those are the sick hairs. You didn't pull it. You combed it, huh? Yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing when the body starts consuming itself. It eats the weak disease. Cells thirst. Mm. Because there's no resistance, just like your hair. Mm. And so it starts eating, 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 consuming you. Mm. And while you're being consumed, you can stick your tongue out and see that white film on it. And after everything is gone, the tongue turns back red and says, All right, champion, we got it. (laughs) That's what fasting is about. Oh, man. 
our next time around, the good Lord willing, brother, we gonna go into that. That's 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 such powerful, brother. And uh, <laughs> I saw an article today. Uh, you can have your people look for it. Uh, somebody sent it to me. Huffington Post had an article on on the what did they call it? The common. The comment, something like the habits of the most successful people in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened uh, for this profile of individuals, CEOs, including mm-hmm. including Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. and Robert Simmons. They they talk about meditation, mm-hmm. and the yeah. thing about meditation, I have not learned it. it I I. When I hear people talk about, when I've heard my my experience, when I've heard people talk about medi- meditation, it's in such la-la land fashion that it, it just doesn't attract me. I, I yeah. think I'm attracted to something else mm-hmm. as it relates to, you know, just like you explained what goes on in the body and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be our next Subject, Good. Uh, they do a lot of meditation good. now. They do a lot of meditation in Hollywood. You know that, right? Big this money. is what the yeah. And <laughs> you see how filthy they come out, don't you? <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> oh man, we go. They be, we go in on that point, brother. We go in on that point and let people know that you're going to be in New York, uh, July 27th. For information, call 347-928-6441, for ticket information, and stay tuned to the Keys 107 for more. Dick Gregory in the future, the good Lord willing, Brother Dick. Once again, yes, I want to thank you and your family, your wife, for making this happen. Yes, and over and, over, and your beautiful sons and daughters and your grandchildren, especially that, that giant. That grandchild, <laughs> you know, one day I got to interview him. I did talk to him one time. He, he, oh no, no, he, no, no, no! I'll uh, you you know his father's number, Johansi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just call him and just tell him you talk to me and and uh, you'd like to interview, you know, his oldest son, Johansi. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm yep. gonna do that. That's gonna be so. My brother, God bless you and your family. Thank you. And Thank you for joining us on the Keys 107 Network. Always. Thank you. God bless. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your patience. And uh, this has been the Keys 107 Network. I want to thank Brother Anthony, Brother James, Sister Rafika, and all others who make this possible. And going to tell folks who did not hear this tonight live, that they can go into Blog Talk Radio, look for the Keys 107 Network, and put in the date, July 9th, and with Brother Leroy, and the program should pop up tomorrow. In the meantime, may God continue to bless each and every one of you. For the Muslims, may this be a fantastic Ramadan for each and every one. And intent is the key. If you can't make it all the way, your intent is the key, knowing that you wanted to do it, and we come as close as we can. God bless you all, and be sure to read the Final Call newspaper and support all black media because that's where you'll get stories and an investigative analysis that you will not get in mainstream media. The Final Call newspaper 
is the only national black newspaper available supported in your community. God bless you all. Peace.